0: And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets. charms. look, man. Oh, I see my wow. eye. Oh, my, Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Yeah, yeah oh, my goodness, goodness. Oh, wow, Las wow. yeah. Culturistas,
1: ding dong, Las Culturistas, Culturistas calling. And I, I don't know, I miss you being in my physical space.
0: I know, but I think this is better when we have a guest, it's better that we're the three of us are all in separate spaces so that there's no, you know, we're not,
1: I understand how it works. Okay. I don't need you to sort of explain to me and micromanage my understanding. I'm not doing I just miss you. Okay. And can we just be emotional for once?
0: Yes. You, you know what? It's, we're only ever vulnerable when it's on Matt's terms. I feel <laughs> you're so stupid. I, Shut up! Whenever I want to have a moment with my friend, he the walls are up. It's That's actually up. interesting. It shields up. You know what I'm saying? But you know, but but the, but the roles switch from time to time.
1: From time to time. Although, anyway, th- I have to say this is not the sort of note I wanted to start on. I wanted to start on a very celebratory note. What are we celebrating? The female parts in Hamilton.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I skip the whole thing. I just go right to the girls. You just go right like, to the girls. When I found out that Disney Plus was streaming Hamilton, I went right to um, Ms. Renee Elise Goldsberry. Ms. Well, Renee. I watched, I watched Philip Esau do du- Helpless. helpless. But I sort of needed to check in on all my favorite numbers. And I want to say... My, I don't think so, honey. Is tied to this, but I am very happy that Hamilton is on for the public consumption.
0: We're gonna get into the category fraud that might be at play at the Oscars because it's eligible for Oscars, and it might not. You had told me that it was eligible for Oscars.
1: Okay, so this question was actually just answered for me. Let me find the answer to this. Okay, it was. It is not eligible at the Oscars, Yeah, but other awards are still possible. This is what Just Jared reports. And this is Just Jared. This is Just Jared. Um, So who knows? But it says, the film version of the Broadway musical Hamilton will not be nominated for any awards at the 2021 Oscars because the film is not eligible. Okay. But let's see here. I, I don't know. It- maybe Emmys.
0: Maybe Emmys. We're going to figure this out. If anybody works um in an- yes. any of the academies, let us know what the esoterica is around this because we'd love to find out more.
1: But really, I was just I was just celebrating the performance
0: of it all. They're wonderful performances. Uh, a lot of cultures happened in the last few days. Few since, days, really. Ghislaine we is under arrest. Ghislaine is arrested. Fire Island is basically canceled. Oh, um gosh. Geopolitically canceled, I would say. Um, you wouldn't be caught dead going there, I think, anymore. No unfortunately, Um, so we're having to mourn that as cisgender gay men. Who who have class privilege to go on vacation, and then, um, gosh, so so much else, right? So you will not be going to Fire Island this summer. I haven't ruled that out yet because I have. Uh, stop! I have. I have. I mean, I'll just say it. My friend Julio is there, and he's just staying in the house, and he's so. So if you're delete. gonna go
1: down, Julio's gonna go down with you right now. Is what you're saying?
0: I'm saying if I were to go to Fire Island with my friend Julio <laughs> for another week that we rented this house before the pandemic hit, then we're just gonna stay in the house and not go out, which is kind and- of. What you would
1: just stay in the house sort of sequestered
0: because you know what i'm not even about the the nightlife and the bars and the drinks and the kikiing and when it, when it's normal circumstances you just have to grow. go to the damn beach i just no i just want to sit by the pool and read Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds so like I don't know. I, it sounds so rom y and stupid, but that's truly what I like the most about those traps.
1: Like you think you think that you represent a boring character in the rom-com that yes! is fire island, the one who yes. sits by the
0: by the pool and simply reads. Simply reads. It's 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 a trope that I am okay with with embodying, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, you know what happens to that character most of the time in rom-coms when they come in and they're very much the person who reads by the pool. What, what they happens? usually end up having the wildest journey.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: usually end up really sort of dating, you know, the wild child. Yeah.
0: What's the what's like the flaw? What's like the inherent flaw in that character at the beginning of the movie in Act One? Boring bitch. Boring bitch. And then the opposite of that flaw is, compelling bitch
1: usually well something will have to happen to you that makes you say you know what i'm yeah. actually going out yeah, yeah and it's like a se- the everyone has to celebrate your choice to sort of like go out yes um yes. the funny story is <laughs> this actually is a plot line of a film <laughs>
0: that oh you
1: are gonna play in the future
0: oh yes that's true well we'll see We'll 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 see Okay, so Vol- uh, So New York Magazine just came out with with it with its TV issue. I would say so. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's the Michaela uh, Michaela Cole profile from I our mean, friend Alex John. Alex, phenomenal. I cried at the end. Um, there's the Quibi piece, um, and uh, and there's a lot of just good TV journalism going on right now because it's Emmy season. Who cares? Um, our guest today. A lot today, of people care. A lot of people care. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be. And we
1: that. have an Emmy contender here in the chat.
0: We have an we Emmy have, contender here. We actually in the have
1: chat. we actually have two Emmy contenders here in the chat. I forgot I was also
0: eligible. You're for also an Emmy. eligible.
1: We have uh, supporting actor in a comedy uh, contender yes. Bowen Yang here today in the chat. Yes, and Bowen Yang is eligible for Emmy nominations this year as an actor. Yes, and it is for his work on Saturday Night Live. And Aquafina is Nora from Queens. A yes. short
0: title. A short title. So, so and. Our second Emmy contender is yes. my, my co-host. He is, is eligible for Outstanding Game Show short, Host.
1: Short, no. <laughs> I'm not eligible for that, even though i make a real run for what it. Are
0: you, what are you eligible
1: for? Get this. Outstanding Short Form Nonfiction or Reality
0: Program. For Game Show?
1: Yes. A, t- a, a tiny, tiny, tiny title for a category.
0: Tiny title for a category, but not tiny title of the work. no
1: let me say the size does not matter when it comes to um, how good a television program can be
0: absolutely not
1: that's why we have James Corden carpool karaoke win every year I mean that's art
0: and that deserves the Emmys and that's a long title I am so excited that our guest is here we've wanted to have her on for so long we booked her pre-pandemic even yeah and I want to find out what
1: she thinks of of the Emmy chances of us,
0: well, I just want her. I really trust her. I feel like she's this preeminent. Me too. she's this preeminent Twitter voice. I mean i'm we're constantly scrolling when when you and I are together, Matt, we're constantly scrolling through her through the day We of have
1: been known to go right to the page and just go
0: ha 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 hunter hunter. <laughs> We go, ha ha ha. Oh, uh, billions not nominated, logging off. Logging and it's off. A photo of Phaedra Parks. You know, we laugh and laugh. She is, her writing is so phenomenal. She just wrote some, she just wrote an amazing short profile on Heim. Um, mm-hmm. And she wrote this piece on James Cameron's upcoming movies. I was movies. just
1: mentioning that I was thick into the article she just wrote, uh, which is, you know, all about. James Cameron's announcements of yes. Avatar sequels. It's not about James Cameron's Avatar sequels. It's the it's Rather about the announcements of new dates yes. and new information about Avatar sequels, which has been really a cinematic narrative all on its own.
0: Amazing, and we thank her for that writing. We also thank her for Ooh. the writing, the 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 article she resurfaces every July Fourth about Jackie, and I, I actually I and I, then it inspired me to watch Jackie the other night. And I forgot how wonderful of a movie it is.
1: Well, one thing I love about our guest is she doesn't let things go. No. Just like us. And so she has not let stars born go. Just like not let we Jackie have not go. let stars born go. No. I mean, she doesn't let things go and I identify with that as someone who just on our last episode, I think you and I both share this. We talked a lot about A Star is Born including why did you do that? Do that? Do that? Do that? Do that to
0: me. Yes, yes. I feel like she is also the sort of also the preeminent voice on A Star is Born. So we're mm-hmm. so excited to have her. She's a, she's a writer at Vulture um, and uh, famed skincare routine that we all are still talking about. Glowing to this in the chat. Glowing, glowing in the chat. Positively glowing on Zoom. Glowing um, on
1: Zoom. Early front runner for title of ep.
0: Glowing on Zoom. Okay, and we're <laughs> blasting out her ears. She just took her <laughs> AirPods out. Um, but, okay, unmute. Go ahead and unmute. So, everyone, please welcome into your ears Hunter, Hunter Harris.
3: Harris. Okay, hi. I hi. am panicking. I've gone through two sets of headphones Damn um, it. through the course of this. Okay, don't panic. Don't it panic. should be okay. The
1: first thing yes. I want to say is don't, okay. panic. don't uh, panic. I want you to just breathe. All right, so we are back, and something revolutionary has happened. We had to
0: stop and figure it out, but we did. We did. We <laughs> did. Hunter, talk to us about where your head's at and with, with, with the Emmy race right now. What are your feelings? What are, what are your you predictions, thoughts, feelings, and plots?
3: Okay, so my only real thought about the Emmys is the way that IMDb will prioritize a Golden Globe nomination or win over an Emmy nomination or win. Um, That just makes no sense to me, considering who actually votes for the Golden Globes. Sure. Um, But otherwise, I feel as, you know, I'm just along for the ride. Listen, Yes.
1: I'm along for the ride, too, and I feel that Isn't it funny that there was ever a time where we thought the Golden Globes were, like, of prestige? (laughs) Like, I remember being little and, like, watching and being like, well, the Golden Globes are, like, one of the biggest ever. Like you, And then you really find out that it's, like, 85 foreign journalists. Right,
3: truly. Like, you can count on one hand the people who vote for the Golden Globes. And also, (laughs) they all, like, do you remember, I think it was last year um, when a Golden Globe voter... Profile Drew Barrymore for some like very small, very random magazine, and all of the quotes were fabricated. That that is a true story. What?
0: Oh my God. I promise
3: you. This was, I think it was either last year or the year before. um, But. (laughs) Like, so many of the quotes, like, didn't make sense. And yeah. it came out somehow that she, that the reporter who wrote this, who is a Golden Globes voter, again, to say, um, <laughs> she, like, took quotes from, that she, like, overheard or something from, like, a junket somewhere. I don't know. Just, and sort of so pretended there was a piece to write. And they're right. still yes. in
0: the Hollywood Foreign Press Association? Uh, they're still a voter?
3: I think you could truly just have a pile of bodies and oh still my be in the Hollywood God. Foreign Press. Yes. Um, Wow. But wow. no, so all I'd say when it comes to the Emmys, I I, you know, I'm just as curious as the next gal. Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. can I ask
0: can I ask a dumb question? In what way yes. is IMDB prioritizing Golden Globes wins over Emmys wins? Like
3: it's like in the Star um, in,
0: the, in the Star Meter, it's like, it, like No, that's, not
3: in the Star Meter. It's like when you're on someone's actual profile, yes. it will like there's like that little yellow box that says like nominated for two Oscars or, like, two wins, something like that. One Golden Globe. yeah, Right, but the Emmys, you truly have to click on it and go to, like, the full awards page to see any Emmy nominations or wins, which I think is a hilarious metric.
0: Okay,
1: There's foul play. There's There's foul foul play. play. And speaking of long names of categories, my favorite category ever is Supporting Actress in a Made for Television movie miniseries or limited series. Like Just, like, the longest category. Title for anything, and then they fit like truly like Laura Dern's performance in there with like someone who is in like a miniseries only you've seen on the BBC. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so funny, and like also comedy and drama. Just like the the spectacle that is the placement of categories
0: when it comes to
1: the Golden Globes is something Mm -hmm.
0: I love. Oh yes, absolutely. Now Hunter, I've heard you talk in interviews about how. As a journalist, maybe you enjoy writing about film more than about TV, or is that is that a, is that a fair assessment? Do you still feel that way now? Where you I you, do in some yeah. ways Okay. I just
3: watch so many more movies and I have like a much clearer sense of like film history and not yes. so much TV history, so I do feel like I'm a little bit more in my depth when it comes to movies. Totally. Um, and that is primarily what I cover at Vulture.:
0: Yes, because you're not because you have you can be conclusive about what your assessment is. Over a, of a film more than you can a TV show where it's like, well, I wonder what'll happen next season. Like I don't know. It's it's TV is a little bit more boundless in that way, which is good and right. Also, and also,
3: there's so many more hands in a TV show yeah. than mm. you know one movie. Totally, yeah. totally. So you but, would
0: say that
1: when it comes to and when we say film, what we mean is Avatar. And so <laughs> when it comes to the film, the the film industry's future. <laughs> what are we looking at here? And can you shed light on just can, so we can sort of manage our expectations about the next time we'll see Neytiri. Yes. Um,
3: <laughs> I think honestly, we'll get an Avatar movie every five years until I fucking die. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> James Cameron will not stop. No. Um, he, I think he's like locked himself into like a cryo chamber, with, and like a Horcruxes have their own cryo chambers. Yeah. Yes. So that so that we'll just get them forever. Um, I remember one of. <laughs> My colleagues, Kyle Buchanan, whenever James Cameron announced um, that he was going to make all these Avatar sequels, it was like originally just one sequel and then it became like 25. Kyle said like RIP James Cameron will miss you making regular movies and not just Avatar until the end of the world. Um, But no, it's funny. I actually have not seen the entirety of the Avatar movie. Really? You have not? I haven't. I just it's long it's, it's long i just couldn't get into it i'm like it's long on and a no yeah. sam yeah. worthington never came no. to fruition um no isn't it weird no. that he
1: is the star of the biggest film of all time well, <laughs> sam like- worthington he was in approximately one film and it was that i mean this well, was- No, no
3: no you are forgetting that he did at least one like Christian
0: movie yes
3: I think it was the shack but I'm not sure the, the shack. shack
1: yes was Octavia Spencer in the shack I think she was yes 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 yes, yes. I but but those Octavia movies always sort of that. sneak that. in yes yeah.
3: right she had a career after that and he didn't
0: right Octavia I, Octavia's checking every box she needs to right now I feel like ma is such a jackpot for her because she had like now she's part of a of like a modern camp classic, I feel, mm-hmm. and now she gets to like go on and keep like getting nominated for these supporting actress roles that are like <laughs> emotional labor role. I don't know, whatever I mean, Octavia. I mean, I hope she like gets nominated for like a meaty role that is not her like being someone's sidekick. But I feel like with Ma, she really like cashed that in quick and good, and now she doesn't have to worry about that. Right, I she just has love her Ma.
3: cultural capital.
0: Exactly, the cachet is the yeah.
1: What I what I was kind of floored came and went was her show Truth Be Told on Apple TV Plus or whatever, oh, yes. which oh. was basically Murder, She Podcasted. Essentially, it was like <laughs> literally <laughs> yes. it was Murder, She Wrote, but she had a podcast. And I literally thought, wasn't she supposed to redo Murder, She Wrote? We're, she? N- were they not rebooting Mur- Mur- Murder, She Wrote with her? With Octavia. I thought they were. And then all of a sudden I saw the show Truth Be Told. And I was like, what is this? Because I never heard about it at all. All I heard about from that whole entire endeavor was the morning show. Yeah, And I was like, what is this? And when is it coming out? And then I realized that it had come out four months prior. And it was literally, the trailer was Murder, She Podcasted.
0: And I was like, did this become this or... I mean, who know, who can ever know with with these like streaming launches anymore? But can we talk about how there is there has not been like a successful streaming platform launch that I can think of besides Netflix? I mean, like Disney truly, Plus like, is a huge. Oh, success. Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. Because, but because, but we're all doing these report cards on like HBO Max, you know, uh, uh what like Apple TV Plus and like Quibi. It's like. And Say the word,
1: Quibi. Like, Quibi, quick bites. <laughs> Huge success.
0: But like, and and like, obviously, like the report card is like, they're not, they didn't do great or they didn't impact as well as they wanted to. But like, I feel like the besides Disney Plus, like what has been like in recent memory, like the big streaming platform, like unveiling, that's launched, that's been like gangbusters, you know?
3: I think HBO Max has been successful because they do have a big backlog of movies that were like previously unavailable, it seems. Um, But again, I did watch only one HBO Max show and it was truly the worst thing I've ever subjected myself to. Which one was it? The Anna Kendrick show. Oh, Um,
1: yeah. Love Life. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. I I literally can't. I can't even try.
3: Unfortunately. It, well, I respect that. Um yeah. <laughs> I just was wallowing and I had to do something.
0: But even even for you Hunter, like you can't you can't appreciate how like ridiculous it is or or is it not even that interesting. It's like too banal to be good.
3: It was just too it was too crazy to be good to me. It was like wow. it was so out there. It was so like What was out there one, about it? I don't know one, much about in, it. Okay, let me tell you. Every episode is a relationship in her Mm -hmm. life with a man. And I think like halfway through the season, it's a flashback to the Anna Kendrick character when she's 12 and Mm -hmm. she has a crush on a boy and he like sort of ghosts her and they're at boarding school. And then she tells everyone she has cancer Uh, and to gain sympathy, obviously. Wow. And then she meets him at a bar like eight years later and they want to, you know, kiss and, then she runs away. I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'll
1: tell you I what. Cannot. Like I cannot. The, the, uh, that doesn't sound good, but for me, I wouldn't even, <laughs> I wouldn't even get there because, uh, I, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be saying things like this, Like, but I just can't. I cannot with Anna So Kendrick.
3: many bad wigs also got us to that point oh. that it was like, it was it was it was too much. It was too much. <laughs> I feel bad talking about Anna Kendrick, because we have the same birthday, and that's the first thing I think about. And you don't ever. wanna
1: attack someone with the same birthday as you in that way. It's
3: would be a holy tough. day, it's you know. I mean,
1: day. So it's a holy day.
3: What so what sign is that? Leo. We both Leo. have Whitney Houston's birthday, August 9th. Oh wow.
1: Okay, so yeah, we we're not gonna speak. Ill of the girl because clearly there's something there that puts her in line with Hunter and Whitney, the two sort of one name icons. Those are Hunter the two. Yeah, Anna. actually it's roller culture number forty-three. The two, the two sort, sort of, of one name, one name icons, icons are, are Hunter, Hunter and, and Whitney. Whitney.
0: Let's let's quickly <laughs> sidebar on this, because I feel like we haven't really explored this yet. Celebrities you share birthdays with. Is there like an implicit like connection, empathy there? Like I feel this way about Ethan Hawke and Emma Stone and Seal. Even these are the three people I share birthdays with, and I'm like, don't go for the don't don't come for them. Those are my those are my people. You know what I'm saying? You,
1: Ethan Hawke, and Emma Stone
0: and Seal. Isn't that great? That's
3: such a mixed bag. I
0: know. I mean, like three very different people. And I count. I don't really find. Like I have that much in common with the three of them, but I I feel connected to them. Matt, do you know who
1: you're? I actually am literally a twin with the person that is shares my birthday with. And do we know who this person is? Eva (laughs) Mendes. Me and Eva (laughs) Mendes have the same birthday. Absolutely, (laughs) you're the same people. We (laughs) are incredibly similar. Yeah, we have very similar energies. Like it's actually we kind of sort of bring
0: the same vibe. You actually, I'm not even joking. This is true. You guys. No, I know. Yes, I'm not kidding.
1: And also, I I, the, I have to say, the other young girl I share her birthday with is someone who's, it's almost like the industry has decided that she's famous, or maybe RuPaul's Drag Race has decided that she's famous, but yes. Madison Beer? Yeah, I don't know about that. Young girl, Madison Beer... Gonna gonna have have to to Google Google on that one. Gonna have to Google that one. (laughs) Well, let me say, she's she's recently become famous in the eyes of Drag Race because she's guest judged and she's been a quote-unquote celebrity contestant. I don't know who she is or what she does, but we do have the same birthday. And she's really stormed onto the scene, apparently, because... List of famous birthdays March fifth. She's first, and then Eva Mendes is second. Okay, that's disrespect. It's it's insane disrespect. And then I'm like, hey, is she like a sense. is that she like a Gen Z
0: thing? And then maybe I'm maybe I'm no her agents there. know what SEO is, and then they just like figured it out. They called Google. That's well, she's happened. an
1: American singer, says Wikipedia. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, now Hunter, this adds so much more depth to whenever you use a Whitney GIF. I would say. Oh uh, yes, yeah. of course.
3: Of this course. This is huge.
0: I feel like you and you and I are the pre, the. I keep saying this word, but preeminent. But, but it it applies, folks. Yeah. <laughs> preeminent Whitney GIF a deployer. I would yeah. say, and that's a huge honor.
1: And that's history.
0: And that's history. And that ah, that's
1: Thank history. You.
3: That is a moment most pleasing to me in my <laughs> most career. Most uh, pleasing. What to a me. moment
1: wow i mean she really like that that meme has really stood the test of time in terms of like the past two years it's been a thing i don't see it going anywhere
3: whitney really was a a trove of good memes i mean second only to like tiffany pollard or Monique. really everything she did was funny
0: well matt you and i saw brandy cinderella the other night it's on YouTube. youtube um and she is just turning in a solid performance there. And you're just like, well, like, but there there's still like this very like meme friendly quality to it, I think. Matt, you're making a face.
1: Well, I would say this. I would say, <laughs> is it as much of a performance as it is Whitney Houston coming in there and being Whitney Houston? Yes, but that's really all you need. But then she sings. It's just like the way she lands the words. I'm like, <laughs> she is so f- she's funny. She's funny. She is. You get the sense that she was like such a funny, fun person to be around. And also when you watch like archival footage of her and Brandy in the studio, like Brandy singing. Why you know, like, are you
3: down there? And she goes, why are you down there? Formative. Formative to me.
0: Formative like, to, to Hunter.
1: You, but you get that it's like, she is just trying to help Brandy, <laughs> but it's that sort of thing where it's just like yelling.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> wow. I, I feel like Hunter is this very is this very exciting um, purveyor of culture and she's serving (laughs) it up to all of us and we're like, oh my God, yes, and she is the authority on this. So why, let's just talk about why A Star Is Born, why Jackie, why why your touchstones? Because I feel like you you, you have a rotation going, I think, Hunter. Would you say that's fair?
3: (laughs) I guess I do. Um, I actually have a Jackie poster right (laughs) here. Oh my God. In my
0: home. Very good.
1: What A Star Is Born memorabilia do you have? anything
3: okay well there is a photo on my refrigerator um okay and i have i guess just the record
1: mm. oh the physical else. record you have like a mm-hmm. oh, I, I took it from one. the
3: national board of review awards honestly 10 out of 10 records. yeah yeah there's yeah, so yeah. many like photos in it and all of the stuff um i was like the physical product but also yes. the music yeah yes yeah um what else? I have so... I had, like, a makeup artist, like, like pre-coronavirus, obviously. And she was, like, looking around my apartment, like, do you work in movies? And I was like... <laughs> yes! And like, looking at, like, a Succession poster on the wall. I have a Jackie poster. I'm like, I mean, no. Um, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think I just like movies that are fun to talk about and yeah. also things that just, like, stick in my brain. And I don't know. I just... Maybe I, think, I can't let stuff go. No, no you, it's, it's you great. like. I just s- I like what I like so specifically.
1: I know. Same. I trust. I identify with this, and I think what you like and are is you like stunts. You like things that are gonna that are easy pulls. Like I think, like once Lady Gaga turned around and said what, and he said, "Just want to take another look at you." You probably felt like a sort of elation, right? Yes. Oh yes. Yes. It's like you
3: just Ascend to a higher level of being. When exactly. Just, it's like
1: drama. And to me, that's what makes movies good, and that's why I like... If it's a little campy or stupid, as long as it's memorable and it made you feel something, like, uh, give me movies like that nine times out of ten, I think. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Yes. But I feel like Hunter has the same ear for phonetics the way that Matt and I think we do, where, like, Matt and I, like, connected over the, the way people deliver lines, but Hunter wrote a whole vulture piece about the way Peter Scar- Peter Sarsgaard says, what did we accomplish in Jackie? <laughs> and like, that's like, and it's only because of the way he delivers that line or the way he pronounces accomplish, right? Like dig into that yes, a little.
3: Okay. Yes. So in Jackie, it really does not make sense to me why Peter Sarsgaard is there. Yes. Um, playing Bobby <laughs> Kennedy, because it just like does not, he does not like match the energy of Natalie Portman in this movie. No. So it kind of Mm-mm. feels like an odd match. Um, but he has this scene where he's like very distraught and he turns around and like with utter seriousness says, Oh, what did we accomplish? And it's like, <laughs> and that's like not even how it said, but like yeah, that's yeah. how I hear it in my brain. It but-
1: only matters how it travels yes, through yes. time. Right. It, does- it doesn't matter how it was said. It matters how it travels through time and space. Yes.
3: It's just like so just wrong yeah and I can't get enough of it I just I love the meeting of like this very serious very like Oscar Beatty movie and I say that with love because I do love this movie yes and the way that he is like so obviously out of his depth but the way that he's like still going for it mm-hmm. yeah but the way that it just like stops your heartbeat it's so wrong I love yes
1: it. yes it's that one line that plays on a loop in your head
3: Yes, yes. And
1: that's what leads to the damn chain of pieces. I'm actually reading yours on Closer right now. So can you, what is the one line in Closer that plays on a loop in your head?
3: I, oh my gosh, there's so many in Closer because I was active on Tumblr in, you know, 2009. Yes. And it was but, a horny um, movie. It
1: was a horny movie yeah, at the time. We can horny. say, yeah. the yeah. reason why Closer really hits is because it's one of the horniest movies of all time.
3: And because everyone in it is hot. Yeah. Um, which is important. Um... And closer, it's oh, it's like the the classic line. Um, lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes off. Yeah, but it's better, better if, you, if do. you do.
1: She's got a ton, and she makes the most out of literally almost everything she's given. Which is like, it's a very stagey, like written movie. It's but a play. She does it is a play. Yeah, she does give you "I don't love you anymore," goodbye, and hello stranger. And there's just a lot going on, yeah. and it's it it is camp, and it is sort of like. It it's again. It's it, they happen in the movie, but they travel through time and space. Even
0: the way she says, "My name is Alice Ayers. you're like, oh, "Whoa!" Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike oh, Nichols. It's God. so weird that it's in Mike Nichols' movie. To me, it's always been like it doesn't. I, I it doesn't fit into the Mike Nichols like, war, war, like you know sort of like, whatever. The, the it just doesn't it just it, it doesn't feel like one of his things. Anyway, that's just my straight observation.
3: Everything, every line in that movie is like so, it's so pithy. It's like yeah. the hottest person you know on their most clever day. And it's like, <laughs> just give me like a slice of that.
0: Ugh, the hottest person you know on their most clever day. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: just definitely something people would say. Then right. we have in Social Network, you did a piece on Social Network, which is Let's Gut the Frigging Nerd, which right. again, <laughs> it's one of those things that jumps out. I just watched the Social Network the other night, and I was like, there is something about this movie and it's like i don't i wouldn't call it a need to be quotable but it's like sometimes it's like when a movie is trying to be quotable you have to say oh honey you know what
3: i mean that's every aaron sorkin movie yes but but
1: but this one like works because the story is compelling and it's like it it, i feel like it does speak to our generation which is something i think that should be sort of um noted when when something is you know i guess it's hard to note when something is speaking for your generation and feels of the moment in the moment but it's like when you look back at the oscars of that year and you see that the king's speech took best picture that year uh-huh. it's like that movie could have been made anytime with anyone by anyone it felt like sorkin writing about facebook in that way at that time yes felt like a moment that we didn't appreciate and so I'm willing to forgive its like little <laughs> little moments where it's so impressed with itself because right. it should
0: be It, like is impressive. It's good. Well, all the army hammer and Max Minghella scenes are I don't care for, and it must have been like that. It was hard to shoot around army playing both parts, Maybe. both twins or whatever, and so like both of them feel robotic in this way. Um, but social, it's so weird to watch it now and to like hear things like friend requests or like or like remember like what like the, the scenes where they would come up with these like. Mm-hmm. Now, like the Vic relationship status turned, part, right? Was, like, and you're huge. just like, oh, yeah, like someone had to come up with that and like mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. felt excited. I don't know. That's it's, I think it's a someone probably at Vulture wrote about how it's like a more relevant watch now than it was when it came out. Yes, Allison yeah. Wilmore
3: did. Um, yes, for our Friday Night Movie Club a couple weeks ago. But I think yeah. it is, I mean, to Matt's earlier point, I think it is a movie and a script where the dialogue takes itself as seriously as the people saying it do, yeah. if that makes sense. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think Aaron work is like perfectly matched to write someone who is like arrogant, obnoxious, and like thinks everything they say is actually so quotable because like mm-hmm. they're writing their own history as they're living it. And that's right. like, I think why it's such, like a prescient movie because that's how we live now is like yeah. to be documented and recorded. Right.
1: I also think that he is a really, I, I really like his work because i and, this is a way I would sort of consider Shonda Rhimes too. It's like they get dazzle. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. this is the movies. And so we should be entertained by the way that people speak and act and react. And so I think that's sort of whenever anyone's like, do people talk like this? I'm like, people don't, aren't in movies all the time. And so we can be like, for example, that first scene we talked a lot when we did our list, one of the most, impactful moments in culture history as we've said it is Rooney Mara in the social network. Yes. And it's like you would if you were her in that movie you would walk away from that table 5 minutes into that conversation because it's so, right. so insane. But I do love that the movie's like watch what a spectacular asshole he is and mm-hmm. like we're going to write it spectacularly. <laughs> so I'm into it.
0: Ooh, let's take a quick break and then we'll yeah. come back and ask Hunter the question. Okay. It's time for the question. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family.
1: So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found
0: FrameBridge. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping
2: us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And we're back. So now let's ask Hunter
0: Harris the question. I'm so excited and curious to know what the answer is hunter what is the culture that made you say culture is for me this is the formative culture that made you step into a cultural direction
3: okay i feel like i i promise i'm not pandering no but <laughs> oh. it's aaron Brockovich. Yeah!
0: Wow!
3: oh mm. my god honestly you let's, know what's okay let this me tell is, you go go Speak. You don't know how many times I watched Aaron Brockovich between ages like 12 and 15. Uh-huh. It might have been at least, I mean, it was minimum twice a week. Um, wow. I broke the DVD. <laughs> I did have a portable DVD player that uh-huh. I watched it on. Um, and I'm just telling you, I saw that movie and it was like, Okay, here we go. Yeah,
1: here we go. Yeah. Now, what was it? Two questions. What was it about it that hooked you so? And another thing is, what? why was that movie so available? Didn't it feel like it was always on? Or like, for yeah. some reason, people our age that like, didn't, we're not the demographic for that. But we have such a sort of vocabulary for it.
0: My theory is, before Hunter goes, please answer those mm-hmm. questions, but my theory is that it is the quintessential based on a true story movie, I think. Mm. Not not like maybe, not. it's not the most important or biggest one, but like to me it feels like it's about what this one person did and, I don't know, like came from her circumstances to like do this thing and she's like, and it's great cinema just to walk, the, to just, just watch Julie Roberts like curse and be that woman. That's my like... yes amorphous theory but hunter yes what like what is the appeal the perennial appeal to you
3: i think i think it's a combination of everything you guys just said that it was always on tv yes. I really felt mm-hmm. that way for a certain amount of time and if, before it was even always on tv it was always like at my local blockbuster and i would mm-hmm. just see it and not know what it was uh-huh. um and then i just i mean i love julie roberts i think yeah. she's like even the performances of hers that I don't like, I love. Um, yes. Closer is like, kind of one of them. Um yeah. Mm. But, yeah, I just, I think that it is like, seeing an incredibly famous person in a new way mm-hmm. and seeing them how you always kind of suspect or hope they act yes. in real life on screen. I think that's part of it. Um, and, also, it's just like, is a Steven Soderbergh movie. Like, yeah. it yeah. is just so watchful. It has so much momentum. Yeah. And, and she is, like, how everyone wants to be. Like, you want to be, like, that, like, fun and crass. And you want to have her boobs. And you want to, like, have her legs. And, like, even when I'm, like, I guess Aaron Eckhart is hot. I don't know. He's very but hot in that movie. Honestly,
1: yes. I completely forget he's even in it until he appears on screen every single time. I'm yeah. like, it's so The Julia Show. And I yes. think, like... It really is a perfect storm because it's A, Julia Roberts, who was the biggest star in the world. B, Mm -hmm. you heard that she was getting incredible Mm Oscar-worthy reviews. So there's that. Then you Mm -hmm. see what it is and she is super sexed up and she's cursing. So there's like this edge that you're curious about that's like – sort of when it goes hand in hand with everything else, you're like, how could this not be the moment? And then yeah. when it like fulfills itself by being a box office success and getting the Oscars, it like cements its moment in history. And I have to say, I am ashamed and embarrassed that it did oh. not make
0: the list. Wow, yeah, absolutely <laughs> agree. I mean, ugh, like the, it's, I, I feel like that is the, among the more quotable films of that period, right? Absolutely, like, like, absolutely. Well, it just so happens I think I look nice. And as long as I have one ass instead of two, I'm going to oh, wear what right I like. Not. Thank you very much. If that's okay with you. You, you might, might want to look so- those ties. Anyway. What, what?
1: Never forget. That's all you got, <laughs> lady. Two wrong feet and fucking ugly shoes.
3: Dazzle me. This is what I'm saying. Yes. You have to dazzle me. What is the line where she's like, um, oh, fuck. It's like the other lawyer. Yes. And she's like, how did you get like 653 signatures. They're and called she's boobs like, blowjobs. No oh, no. that, oh, no. No that's, that's earlier in the movie. That's, that's earlier. Movie.
0: Okay,
1: okay. He, that's when yes, he says, yes. what
3: makes you think you can just walk in there and get what we need? I know, you're, I know what you're talking about. Called They're boobs called boobs
1: ed. Ed. And then she said, I performed 634 sexual favors. I'm quite tired. Yeah. yeah yes. yes. Yes.
0: Very good. Very yeah. good.
1: And also, I mean, her, talk about dazzle me, the monologue that she delivers to Aaron Eckhart when he
0: asks for her number Oh yes that
3: with all the numbers I just gave you I'm guessing zero, zero. hundred times you're gonna call it
0: you know Shonda studied that specific monologue yeah multiple and also times. it's like such a mi- like
3: a
1: perfect match of like d- type of dialogue and performer like she yes. is you can tell and I love Julia but you can tell whether it's explicit or implicit she can be. I'll, you know she can get what she wants yes and <laughs> she's Julia Roberts she's Julia Roberts and like I have heard every now and then that like you know she can be sort of like she gets what she wants she is the biggest oh. movie star in the world and you know you don't get that I think by being yeah, necessarily yeah, the nicest yeah. person in the room but who who needs the nicest person in the room I don't I want exactly. someone who can do what she does in Aaron Brockovich and yes. she can speak to me however she actually wants to <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of my life
3: I, I saw that movie and it just like set my brain on fire. I was like, oh my God, this mm-hmm. is Chinima.
1: Chinima. Yeah. So we all know what PG&E is. PG&E.
3: Exactly. I honestly, especially now with coronavirus, I'm like, I'm going to snitch to Aaron Brockovich every single day. Like yeah. this is not how things are supposed to be run.
0: Yes. We all have to be Aaron Brockovich's in this time. I just have to, I think the most electric moment in the movie for me is where Ed fires her and she she storms in and she goes, well, what was I supposed to do? Check in every two seconds? Yes, it's called accountability. I'm not talking to you, bitch! Yeah. It's, that scene is so perfect. And that performance, oh my God. And rest Conchata Farrell
1: put some respect on her Conchata name. Conchata yes. Farrell,
0: yes. Put Julia. some respect
1: on Conchata's name because she was also iconic two and a half men fish. Yes.
0: And Emmy Albert Finney, nominated. rest in peace. Rest in peace. Albert. Albert Finney,
1: rest in peace. He's fantastic. And also, wait, we're forgetting about the Miss Wichita monologue. Oh. Which, yes. With
3: the flannel and the crown.
1: Which I actually awesome. I went to school for screenwriting. I went to school for for TV writing, and I had I had like a minor in screenwriting. It's weird the way that NYU dramatic writing worked. Like I studied all of it, and I had a screenwriting teacher refer to this moment. As some a really good example of when you get sort of um, the motive the underlying motivation of a character, and she referred to moments in other screenplays as the Miss Wichita monologue <gasps> moment, and that comes like in the middle of the movie. Yeah, we were watching some of the movie, and she was like, "And this is Miss Wichita," and I wow. was like, "You rock." <laughs>
3: Incredible. You're an icon You got your money's me. worth.
1: A hundred. I mean, I don't know about that one. <laughs> There's a lot of money we gave to the institution. Um, but yeah, no, that, um, what does she say? She says, um, are you going to be something I have to, are you going to be another thing I have to survive? Because I'll tell you the truth. I don't think I'm
3: up to it. Oh! I think about that all the time. Like, yeah. if milk goes bad, it's like, are you going to be one more thing? <laughs> to survive? Survive. I'm <laughs> telling you. That's going be my next column, because truly, it's like, it sticks in my brain. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, you should write about that. Uh, would it be like a, like, a, like a one line that plays in a loop, or would it be like a, like a more holistic view of it? Because you need to like, you love this movie. It's clear.
3: I do love this movie. Um, How would you want to approach it? I don't know. It might be a one line thing, or... I just, oh my God, I love this movie. It's, it's so just so good. You
1: know what's interesting to think about when it comes to Julia Roberts? I feel like because she was like the A-list actress when we were sort of growing up, or sh- we feel like she was always around. Yeah. Um, 1990 was kind of her like big moment, right? Like after Mystic pizza, pizza, then and Pretty and Woman, and, and so Steel she angle, became like yeah. a huge star. But when Erin Brockovich came out, she had only been famous for like 10, 11 years. And so it's really interesting to think like this is the time in an actress's career when they sort of like coronate her. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I I read one time that the mean age of a best actress winner is 29, which when you're younger, doesn't seem like, like crazy. But then when you get hit 30, you're like, wow, the moment in an actress's career, when they decide this is the moment we're rewarding her is like roughly 10 years in when they're 29, they win best actress. They have the moment. And then there's that period afterwards. So it's like two things with Julia. It's like understanding that that's where she was at that moment. We just thought she was like the A-list actress, always was, always was going to be. But like the decisions that she's had to make since that moment in her career, when she was A, not only just the box office phenomenon of the 90s, but also she ended the 90s winning an Oscar. Yeah, And that yeah. it's been 20 years since that happened. And she has still been able to sort of, like, be interesting. Like, I think that her performance in Homecoming is one of the better TV performances Mm -hmm, we've mm -hmm, seen. mm And talk about her in August Osage County. And, you know, she's really decided to... Stick with developing as an actress and not like do box do office, box office, screen. box oh, yeah, office, yeah. Or, or be a behind the scenes yeah, yeah, yeah. person. But it's yeah. interesting the way that these hands are dealt to young women. I know. Because the industry is like, figure it out now. Like, we're not going to help you as much, it feels. right. Mm-hmm. right. But it's interesting to me to think about Julia in the past twenty years. Since I'm only now realizing that's how long it's been since Aaron Brockovich.
3: See, that hurt when you said twenty years. <laughs> doesn't it you hurt? Just you could have just rounded down. I, I could just have said, not
1: said anything at all. But it's important to note.
3: You could have said she got the statue in 2001.
1: Yeah. So it's only been 19 years. I could I could have softened the blow a little bit, but I refuse. <laughs> it's Corona, and I'm I'm
0: I'm delivering hard blows. It has been two decades <laughs> since Aaron Brockovich fever. It feels just like yesterday. The old, the other thing I want to say about Aaron Brockovich is, uh, as a movie is that it shows, like, the real SoCal, I think, where it's like, right? I feel like you're seeing, like, what L.A. is actually like, and it's not this glamorized version of it, but it's, like, the very grounded realist, like, Steven Soderbergh. Like, here's, lo- like, the way that, like, Magic Mike was like, this is kind of the real Vegas and kind mm-hmm. of in all its gritty mm-hmm. glory. Like, you were seeing, like... Irvine and I don't know, just like or inland empirey kind of California. Am I making any sense?
1: Was Magic Mike in Vegas? The
0: second one was. Oh no,
1: no, no, yes. Yes, never mind. Tampa. Cut that out. Famously Tampa. No, don't cut it out. I like it. No, no, no. We see the real we see the real raw. (laughs) Okay, I meant I meant
0: I meant Tampa, Steven Soderbergh's Tampa. Well, now my point is completely Well, depleted. he has
1: like that that visual style that always makes it look like it's like 5:30. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like <laughs> that filter hour. on the camera it looks that's like
3: 5:30 and hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: looks 5:30
1: like
3: p.m. If you're not sweating, you're about to be. Yes. yes.
0: Yes.
1: You and you've been working all day in every shot. 5:30 like and when it, hot. when she would get home like and those like horrible shots of like her going through her apartment like that was like the cockroaches running around. I felt so anxious and tense for her. When she
3: gets hit by the car. I mean, that's at the end of a work day.
1: Yeah, that's the end of a work day. The filter said (laughs) she's been working a bunch and also not for nothing, but this is a part of the script that she really sells is when the cockroach runs across the drain and she throws the plates and she goes,
3: who lives like this? (laughs)
0: We're
1: going okay, out. Also, when
3: she's when she's trying to find a new job and she's just like looking at the newspaper yes. and just circling with her left hand, I'm like, you go left yeah. handed, left like, handed queen. It like doesn't queen. even make sense, but I just love that line.
0: Yeah,
1: that
3: asshole
0: smashed in my fucking neck, open and, also, and shut. Open and shut.
3: Wait, open
1: what? Open and shut. When when she goes, um, when she's calmly giving her testimony and she goes, and
3: he came around the
1: corner like a bad out of hell. Uh, hell. Yes. <laughs>
3: And then, and then the guy is like a surgeon yeah. who spends his days saving lives. <laughs> yeah. And then he says something about like, "Oh, you have two kids, or you have three kids." She's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, are there father? Is a father helping out?"
0: Yeah, yeah. Which one?
3: Has... Yeah. No, there's two. What's your point? It's like,
0: oh, what's
1: your and point? also, wow. Wait, another iconic part of the movie we can't forget is iconic Marg Helgenberger performance. Cherry Jones As performance. Cherry Jones. So Cherry I'm going Jones all over the place. Yes. Marg and Cherry both really <laughs> deliver. I yes. mean, when when she tells Marg there's a problem with the water, and then Marg runs out and she says, The kids! Girls!
0: girls get out of the pool! <laughs> get out of the pool! Get out of the pool. Yeah. What an amazing film. I um, might have to watch how? that soon. I might have to watch that My
1: soon. boyfriend has never seen it.
3: Okay, neither has mine, and he won't watch it with me. Why?
1: Uh, I th- I'm actually going to make him watch it with me tonight. Bowen, yeah, you can come over. Yes.
3: He knows that if we watch it together, I'm just going to quote every line. Yeah, but and that's I already fine. did that with, like, that's half fine. of the social network.
1: Does your boyfriend love you?
3: <laughs> yes.
1: He then does. he
0: should let you.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you live together? You. <laughs> now we get personal.
0: <laughs> Hunter, I have to say something so out of pocket and maybe inappropriate. You have such a beautiful laugh, and this is you're blessing the ears of everybody who gets to hear your laugh now, Hunter.
3: Okay, I'm not even going to toot my own horn, but yes. You have a, an you. excellent laugh. See, and I love to laugh.
0: Say it loud, laugh it proud.
1: <laughs> That's actually title of that. Say it, say loud, it laugh, loud, laugh, it, it, proud, laugh loud. it proud. Oh my God. So to think that um, Aaron Brockovich, um, the film, is now twenty years old, has shaken me to my core. But I would like to know um, in the past year or so, because it's been like a pretty light year for movies. Like, what have you? What has come out? Has anything this year been like to you notable? Or are you kind of forcing yourself to watch television these days because the prestige <laughs> has had to move to the small screen, or or are you into Quibi? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel like when you say quibby you have to like say it three times like quippy quibby quibby yeah so quibby. you're not like cursed
1: well yeah it's um, hard to say, it's hard to just say it once <laughs>
3: um okay n- I don't know it's like it's been such a weird year because literally nothing has come out yeah. how are they the gonna last- even do
1: the Oscars it's so weird
3: I'm I mean, they're. I don't. I think it's going to be such a weird award season yeah. that it's like not even going to actually end up happening. Um, I mean, the last movie I saw in theaters was Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, the Eliza Hitman um, like abortion teenage like drama yes. set in New York City that I really loved. Um, And then before that I was like really hype off the Invisible Man, the Elizabeth. Oh
1: yes. Okay. I don't watch horror, but I heard it lit it up.
3: It it's like been a minute since I was like, What Uh you were scared? I was scared, but I was also just like so just floored by everything that happens. I couldn't I couldn't. I mean she could she could
1: very well be nominated for an Oscar for that. If nothing else comes out for the rest of the year, I mean we could be seeing that, I think. Sure. I
3: mean, maybe we'll get um, tenant in you know <laughs> a month. Will <laughs> you, we get tenant?
0: Where do you stand on the tenant discourse?
3: Okay, I feel like it is gross and unethical and immoral yeah. to try to release a blockbuster movie in the middle of a global pandemic. Yes. Yes. That's just how yes. I feel, yes. and I cannot imagine anything more irresponsible. And I'm saying this to someone who wants to see the movie, yeah, but right. also understands when what time we're living in um but ultimately i think it will be as satisfying as every other christopher nolan movie and then some guy will try to explain it to me and i'll say (laughs) you know it is what it is
1: um and how satisfying are christopher nolan movies to you right as you exit pre-explanation of front by this asshole whoever that person may be how do you are you a fan i
3: i Yes, I generally am a fan. I didn't like Interstellar, and I didn't like The Prestige, but I did like Dunkirk enough, and I liked Inception enough, and... um, Oh, insomnia! I liked too the Pacino one.
1: Right, mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't like Interstellar more though, because they then gave Dunk you hurt. a li- they gave you some dazzling some dazzling drag in that movie. Yeah. I feel like when <laughs> like when Anne Hathaway tearfully explains that one of one theory she has is that love is the answer.
3: Right. And the Ellen Burstyn scenes at the end are just so, they really go there. Ellen Burstyn
0: I'm, is in a hospital on like a ring like planet or something. Or, or yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is drag. It's drag. But you I did, mean, you did I, not enjoy it as much as Dunkirk, which I hated.
3: I thought at least Dunkirk was like cool to look at. Okay. Um, and also, every guy in Dunkirk just like looked like someone I knew. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, He's like the crooked teeth version of my friends, I guess. Um, yes. You know what?
1: I just remembered Timothy Chalamet is in Interstellar.
3: Oh, yeah. Does he
1: play the son? He's one of the yes. kids. Oh, God. It's so crazy to think that Timothy Chalamet was just recently a working actor who you could see in such series as Homeland and bit oh, parts in God. Interstellar. And now he's like the moment.
0: The moment.
1: Where <laughs> do you stand on the Timothy Chalamet versus Lucas Hedges of it all?
3: Oh my god.
1: I I bet you have takes.
3: I Hmm. Luke, she's a tough question. Lucas hasn't
0: been in anything. He's like, been in a, enough to compare but, them. Okay,
3: all right. The last thing
0: Lucas stays out of the conversation though. You know what I'm saying? He
3: does. He keeps to himself. Yeah.
1: Well, he's not he's not a capital S star. I mean, this is our star and actress debate. Timothy Chalamet is a star, and Lucas Hedges is an, As an actor.
0: Yeah, actress. Yeah,
3: I think that's true. I I think Lucas could be a star. He just chooses like not to be. He does have big working actor energy. Yes. He
1: is so good that I think he takes away from his own stardom because he's so sunk into the walls of the products. Like for example. I just watched Lady Bird again the other night and this scene with Lucas Hedges like when he's auditioning with Giants in the Sky, it's (gasps) like you just, you take for granted that he just feels like a kid doing it and it's this, it's this genius performance of like that I think he pulls off even better than Saoirse, which is like kid sort of trying his best to do this but still thinking about the fact that he's auditioning. It just feels so authentic and then his coming out scene to Saoirse it it hurts my chest how good he is in it. It's just mm-hmm. so good. And Timmy, when he comes into the movie, is just like st- this swagger is just dripping off of him and you get <laughs> immediately why she would like fuck this kid.
3: But I think it's also because we're seeing these people through her eyes. Very and yeah. when she's talking to Lucas, she's like, He's sensitive. I love him. We have, we've like named a star together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when she sees Timmy, she's like, oh, he's like hot. Yeah. We need to get this together. And really mm-hmm. doesn't have
1: time for me. And right. it's like yes. that, that sort of nagging that he does. Oh, man. He's so good at it, too. He's so good. Unforge. Mm-hmm.
0: Unforge. Why do we say Unforge? Unforge? Well, because it's like he because i want i because i get why you said it but I, let's just examine as a trio like w- what th- what well, the how do you solve a problem like timothy
3: uh, it's not even a it's not a problem
0: it's not a problem
3: it's not a problem but i don't think it's good to be star so quickly yeah right
0: mm-hmm. yes thank you it's for it's, his own well being
3: <laughs> right i think i like the progression of lucas hedges where it's like not made for an oscar early in his career yes. is super talented but also like isn't, like, on the cover of... Yes. I mean, is on the cover of magazines in the same way that, like, Timmy is, right? you know? The fashion of
1: it um, all is where it sorts... The, like, the sort of groundbreaking fashion presence that is Timothy Chalamet, I'm not really ready for, but I also understand that I better get ready for it because I have understood now that he will be around for the next, yes. I'm gonna say, 40. I think she's here to stay.
0: Lucas can pull off the high fashion when he wants to like the gq cover right like those those looks were amazing i feel like it's it's very much just to like totally reduce this down to something terrible it's like it's very much a jackie Marilyn dichotomy we're working interesting i was
3: gonna say like like leo oh matt
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. That no, that's absolutely better. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Although, did Matt really compete with Leo for like the the hearts of America?
3: I mean, I don't think so in the same way. But I think goodwill hunting definitely engendered this kind of like goodwill towards yes, towards just like Matt. wanting to see Matt Damon just win.
0: Right. Very that. But Matt was coming in as like a student. as, was like someone who like wrote this exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
3: think that's part of it too. Right. Academic
0: fish. Academic fish.
1: We of course have have not seen Matt Damon write another thing. I think that's okay. I don't really
0: (laughs) because they have
1: an Academy Award. Yeah, which does not. We need the follow up, and also it's like I don't know the fact that Matt Damon has rarely ever been on that uh, behind the camera or like writing anything since. Yeah, like to me is like. Well, did we sort of make it look like these boys really slated at their young age then in 1997 just to kind of make them stars? Of course, maybe that was part of it. Yeah.
3: Okay, or we could say what no one wants to say, and it's that Ben is the talent.
1: Mm. I think there could be something to that. There is. Because the, unfortunately, Ben does have some talent when he wants to uh, employ that.
3: Or when he wants to do a paparazzi walk with Anita de Armas, which is... Also cinema. Also cinema.
1: Pretty much he is, I mean, Ben Affleck, he does give it to you um, in terms of stardom. (laughs) We definitely have moments. One of my favorite moments in any of his performances is him as Batman when he goes to serve Gal Gadot a drink and pours a quadruple into a glass. (laughs) with Just like the most lived in thing I've ever seen. And you sort of see in her eyes when he's pouring the drink, she's like, Uh uh-huh. Okay, we're going for it. And it doesn't feel directed to me. It just feels like something that just happened. (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) He did not win for directing, did he? An Oscar? No.
1: No, he wasn't even nominated for directing. Right, it was a controversy. The Hollywood Foreign Press gave him the award. And the Oscar said, not yet. Wow. (laughs) And that's how you know.
3: I mean, that hurts. That hurts.
1: They don't have it together when it comes to the the directing nominations. I mean, it's been said a million times about how many times they've passed over women. But I mean, the fact that. And he's getting recanceled, it seems, because because one owner writer said something, I guess. But um, oh, Mel, the fact yeah. that Mel Gibson was recently nominated for Best Director, like for Hacksaw Ridge in twenty fifteen, I believe it was, and yeah, for, or was it twenty seventeen? Really, it was, recent. it was more recent than yeah. It might have. I been, think it was twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah, I think it was twenty seventeen. I'm just looking it up. The fact yes. that we allowed that one, yeah. it's just like wow. That that and and that not being the number one controversy of that moment, like is insane. The fact that they had, but it he was so- still around
3: tables. He was still campaigning. It's like, right. that was so recent. Yeah. I mean, it, it blows my mind. It, people
1: right. conveniently seem to forget when powerful, rich white men do these sorts of things. And like, yes, people are vocally upset about it and, like, there's a conversation about it, but they do not seem to face repercussions because no matter what, if you're nominated for Best Director, which is the highest award for leadership in our industry, then you have not faced consequences for that. Like, maybe he's not acting as much anymore. That's not really a consequence for what he has done and seems to continue to do. Like, because... He's still reaping huge benefits in other areas.
0: Yes. Yes. This was 2017 Hunter. Can we. do Yes. Yeah, so it
3: was decision? 2017. Wow.
0: Berserk. Crazy. Crazy. Berserk. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like we need. I need to hear it from Hunter's ears. And I and I kind of tried to. From Hunter's this ears. Before. We need to hear it. I, I'm, I'm sorry. From Hunter's <laughs> mouth to my ears. Um. I know, I know, I I know. I sort of asked this in some form earlier, but like, what, like, why a star is born? Why, why this <laughs> a star is born? What do you, what is, what is it about the characters? I mean, Jackson Maine <laughs> feels like a fixture in like the Hunter Harris like Twitter n- narrative. Um, I just, I really just want to hear you sort of extemporaneously talk about a star is born to me, and and what and what's so okay. perfect about it.
3: Well, okay, I think it is. I honestly just liked being surprised by things. Okay. And I was, I did not expect to like a Star is Born. Mm. I did not, I think I'd seen only the Judy Garland version before. Okay. And I was like, okay. I like heard all this drama behind the scenes. I was like, I don't care about Bradley Cooper. I'm like, I mean, telephone is the most important song to ever have been recorded, yeah. but I'm <laughs> like not a huge like little monster. Yeah. Right. And then I just walk into this movie, five minutes in, I'm like, oh, this is not going to go well for me. Wow. Um, it, it was so good. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, I was just so won over by how big it is, how loud it is, how earnest it is, uh-huh. which is like not a word I even like to leave my lips. Wow. <laughs> um, but I was like, this is a, like a movie. Yeah. Like, we're watching a real movie mm-hmm. that is like so carefully and intricately put together. Um, and like the music was really good mm-hmm. and and then it's just like, you know, talking about a movie is to me the best part of it and yeah. it's like, I could walk out of that movie and truly just, there's so many theories about like, are they sleeping together? Do they actually hate each other? Yeah. Do they go to the same colorist? Is <laughs> Arena <laughs> Shake about to leave Bradley Cooper? Right. Like all of these things and then it's like they do the Oscar performance yeah. and you're like, this is truly the most intimate thing that I've ever seen. Yeah, wow.
1: So definitively, what is your opinion on what happened with their relationship throughout the process that was a star sport and where are they now?
3: I think... (laughs) I think maybe they were kissing. Yeah. They were kissing. But then I think it was just, you know, intensity, passion in the moment. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that Dave Chappelle is in this movie is like also crazy. Right. There's a lot that's, that's insane
1: about it's like the, the movie coming together. The fact
3: that Lunell is like one of my <laughs> favorite comedians in this movie, like thank thank God. Thank God. Um Anthony Ramos no, plays the gay gay man? Just like, mm-hmm. Okay. Anthony Ramos plays the friend that for some reason was listening to Yonkers by Tyler the Creator, just fully into the year twenty. 18 yonkers was in the movie yes it's what it's what plays when lady gaga goes to his room knocks on the door says what do i do he's drunk we can't have sex and it's like who was listening yonkers
0: okay got it got it got it Um, that's a
3: mystery that i still want to solve maybe
0: that was anthony bringing that in sure did i misinterpret i feel like anthony's character was gay he was gay. I don't okay. think he
3: was gay. Oh, really? Interesting.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. I, I feel like he was see, a gay. This is what I'm
3: talking <laughs> about.
1: And this is the name this is the
3: one other movie that we can have this debate about. No, I feel that years later, honestly, yes. yeah, and
1: and the, the conversation will continue because it's, <laughs> it's my favorite so, thing it's about. It's so the movie much changes. fun to
0: talk about. It's so much yeah. fun to talk about. I mean, I can I can remember tweets. Hunter's tweets. She goes. Jackson, Maine, at the Grammys, um, and then it's the GIF. It's the video of the person in their car going, this is so humiliating. (laughs) (laughs) This is so So humiliating. I mean, mean, you can have so much fun with this movie.
1: Yeah, and also her turning around to say what? He could say anything. Anything. It is meme. It arrived at the right point for
3: meme culture. The trailer was so good. The trailer trailer was one of the best of all time. And also not for
1: nothing, but for the trailer to not only like promise something amazing but then the film delivered Delivering on that moment on that that moment that ah
0: is forever
1: film history still
3: Perfect. still yeah yeah, like,
0: yeah yeah wow and her
3: performance just, is fucking so
0: great she's great she's great so c97 is that is that the right number? 98 98 98 as we've said before I mean fully improvised like <laughs> like <laughs> unhinged unhinged scene unhinged dialogue it could not have possibly been written that's my theory but what are your thoughts hunter on the way that the movie ends yeah
1: Beca- like like in terms of the i'll never love again of it all like do you agree that the movie sort of lost its way and in, in this in the second half or does it not Absolutely. matter to you
3: no no it definitely does lose its direction but it almost makes me love it more yeah. because of its flaws. Yeah. Because it was so close to being so perfect. Yeah, I think that I'll Never Love Again is like, uh, you know, not to bring it back. But it is just a fake Whitney Houston song. Yes, it is. And yeah, it's like that part just seems like a little bit too like... Hollywood to me right. the movie had, otherwise, it had its
1: own iconography until it was trying to be other things for some weird right. reason it took lurch. Like, yeah it like shallow yeah. was so its own visual and like it had its own visual identity until she gets and maybe this is a comment I doubt it but until she gets just like usurped by Hollywood and gets that new manager then it feels like from that point on not only does she feel like not the character we've known, but the movie doesn't feel like the movie we've been watching. Yeah, and right. If you were really gonna give him the benefit of the doubt, you would say this is a comment on how um, things lose their voice and become sort of amorphous after a while when you allow like money to well, suck like fame away distorts it. you. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That there's that, but also I just think it just maybe wasn't a very
0: good second half of the movie.
3: No, after the alley billboard, it kind of <laughs> loses the sense of itself.
0: It couldn't heighten. That is the inflection point because I, I I don't know, Matt, were you in the theater with me? But I remember seeing that and just gasping. I was just like, oh my God, like this movie is off the rails now. Like this billboard is ridiculous. Well, the billboard,
1: I think, was the last acceptable thing in the movie.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And
1: then exactly, because yeah. it was just like this moment, it's like we understand she is now like, joke famous like it's like it's like we get it (laughs) and that's because because that's
0: when you knew that she did not have a last name right oh
3: she does have a last name well
0: Well, she does main or no no what her maiden name no
3: no um okay one of my sources sent me an academy screening q a where bradley cooper says her last name is campana which is (laughs) one letter different been his mom's name i just it's just the, the fact that it's campana <laughs> is like so on the nose can you but believe can ali campana, campana, campana had that names. been her
1: name she, we they had to take it away from gaga she would not have been able to stop
3: <laughs> i think that <laughs> what the problem for me with the ali billboard is that the billboard plus the hair yeah plus the manager plus that scene where jackson main says if you don't dig deep into your fucking soul, yep. it's like it's just it's all so on the nose yeah, yeah like, we yeah. get it right like, we're supposed to think that she's this this and this right like it's, right it's too
1: also the movie I think very stupidly does have the attitude that pop music is dumb right but, I, and I think it's, we hate. it's not it's not the not the tone I think they should have struck right but Hunter, what are you gonna say?
3: I was gonna say that in interviews. Bradley Cooper defended the pop songs and Lady Gaga didn't.
0: And That's that Diane Warren really defended the songwriting. That is really fascinating. I mean Yes. And yes, you're right, Matt. Like Gaga, if 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 her name had been Ali Campana, if the if the last name was if figured into the final movie, Gaga on every single press stop would have been like She's it's Italian. A- it's actually it's actually Bradley's mother's name. Yeah, but we changed yeah. it one letter. And- I mean,
1: you almost wish that it had been so that <laughs> we could hear her talk about, like how she identified even more because it was an Italian last name. and it was actually Bradley's mother, so that was special. Um, but ultimately, that's the, the weird thing about the movie that I think they got really wrong is like the reason that Lady Gaga is such a force. and like, the reason she hit so hard and the stage so hard is because she made fun music that was like from her spirit, made people dance and like that it seems weird that she would be the one mm-hmm. to be like, and then she sells out because we know that's not making pop music. Isn't selling out. And he was so clearly what's, what was wrong about that situation. Like he was not right in trying to continue to micromanage her and like, maybe she didn't get involved with the right people. right? But, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. Like I said, Act 2 completely just... I think it just made the wrong choices. That's all. And ultimately, we have to look forward to the sequel. We
0: have to look forward to the sequel. <laughs> the three of us love it so much. It's one of our favorite movies.
1: I think it's the only movie recreation, like, in terms of the original ones. They don't have a sequel. I do want to see what Allie Maine does from here.
0: Yeah, When Who she would walked off I want a
3: sophomore album, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Who do we think who do who do we think the co-star is? Ryan Reynolds. I think that would be beautiful. I don't know why I said that that's just the first word that I thought of.
1: I love that your reaction to Ryan Reynolds was just an ooh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what about um I don't know, I'll have to think about Okay.
1: That. Yeah, who do we, honestly and we put it to the readers, who would you like to see star in the sequel to A Star is Born that I can announce now that the three of us are writing.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, that's fun. We, we, we should write it and then do a
1: Zoom reading. <laughs> um, so it is time at this time, take a short break, and we're going to do I Don't Think So Honey.
0: There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst.
2: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. When the music of Celine Dion makes
1: sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a
0: campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's Funniest
1: Night Out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Los Culturistas
0: Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.
1: Forward slash culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime feels like progress.
0: The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bank or Bank NA or stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details
1: we're back with hunter harris and on this episode uh we're going to do i don't think so honey because that's what we do on all episodes we've actually taken a, a week break from i don't think so honey actually mm. or a two-week break even oh yes and so it's time and um bowen do you have um takes I this have, week i have one do you want i would start? like to go i'll go first but uh, but um you know i feel that I don't think so, honey, has sort of like been given new energy because we can now be topical and I can speak to something that's in the news cycle.
0: Okay, that's perfect. So Feeling good. Is, I love when you Everyone's go topical. Everyone's talking about this. I love when you go topical and if and I can't wait to hear your take on this. This is Matt Rogers' I don't think so, honey, as time starts now.
1: I don't think so, honey. People who talk about Hamilton like it's Starbucks. Hamilton is not fucking Starbucks, you freaks. Hamilton is not McDonald's. Hamilton is not this commercial Mm. bullshit. We get it. You're a democratic socialist. You hate money. That does not mean you need to fucking rail on Hamilton like it's fucking mass media. Hamilton was created from the souls of artists of color. And every time you get on there and you say, fuck this, and you say, fuck Hamilton, what you're saying is, You haven't seen it because Mm -hmm. had you seen it, you'd be shouting in the streets. You'd be campaigning out there for Renee Elise Goldsberry to win. I don't care what she's eligible for, whatever it is. You would be basking in Lamar Odom Jr. You would be respecting Lin-Manuel Miranda because yes, he may be a quote-unquote irritating presence to you, but he is also a genius. And Hamilton is not something that you can talk about in terms of like, oh, it's eating up the media narrative. It is a work of art. I don't think so. And that's
0: one minute. Thank you. And do
1: you feel this is happening?
0: A little bit. And there's this weird phenomenon where people are taking cover behind Toni Morrison hating it to be like, Wokely be like, oh, so see, like, it sucks. Like, I don't know. It could... Both things could coexist where, like, yeah, Toni Morrison hated it for whatever reasons. She hated it. But also, like, it could be, like, a good musical written by... You
1: would never leave the theater after seeing Hamilton and say, fuck that, I didn't like that. Because it's literally blood, sweat, and tears, and emotions, and performed so beautifully and so painstakingly. And it's so obviously, like, looking at the way you can... um, perform theater and trying to find new ways and innovations on that idea so that for you to say like fuck that i didn't like that or act like it's something negative for the world that's so annoying to me and people talking about it like it's mcdonald's is so crazy like it's this thing to be consumed and not just like an artistic achievement and i guess it's ultimately like says something about its artistic achievement that it's gotten to that point, but this isn't like some, it's not garbage, and so if you're out there thinking it's garbage, like, you should watch it, and you can watch it on Disney Plus now, so... But anyway, <laughs> yes. <laughs> not, not, not that I'm promoting it. It doesn't need my promotion. <laughs> like, and maybe it's like uncool for me to say, stop attacking this extremely popular thing. But I, the people that are like eating up the space on Twitter saying how Hamilton is uncool, it's like that is one of the least cool things you could say, I think. Yeah.
0: Everyone's just having a good time like reliving it. Like, that, yeah. that's just been what's nice about it for people who have seen it. its It's been nice to just like just relive it and be like oh yeah like i didn't get to see it with philippa and she's doing great
1: maybe i have like an emotional attachment to it because when i saw it it was two days after pulse oh and i remember think it was like i had never felt that bad like Mm -hmm. after the pulse shooting Mm -hmm. i was like so devastated and there is like a lot in it about gun violence obviously Mm -hmm. um and so like there were there was the these segments of the show that I thought carried a little bit more weight because of what had just happened and I was yeah. so emotionally raw and it is such yeah. an emotional show. So it's not like um but but then again I don't feel like I'm out here defending it because I have an emotional attachment to it. I just think it's ridiculous to consider something that obviously came from like some like a love of something with any other commercial bullshit that's like taking away from yeah. people who who endeavor to see it or like buy into watching it. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. H- hunter what is your opinion on hamilton
3: i have no opinion i've never seen it <laughs> you you're like i don't it.
1: give a fuck
3: <laughs> i'm along for the ride no i was gonna watch it probably this week actually okay you like
1: you'll like do it
0: you like do you like theater uh, yeah. yeah okay that's that's fine and that i actually respect that
1: oh, we actually respect that we actually so listen bone yang <laughs> We'll find out if I respect you after
0: your I don't think so, honey. This is the, the, okay. Yeah, this is um, this is gonna be an extemporaneous one as it usually is. Extemporaneous can't wait
1: for extemporaneous Mel and Yang and his I don't think so, honey.
0: Starts now. I don't think so, honey, calling me kiddo in any sort of flirtatious capacity. Wow. It's I feel like it's I don't know. I mean, I'm not used, I'm not over here using daddy that often either. Like, I'm not acknowledging any generational gap in my sexual. Parlance with people so kiddo feels like the opposite of daddy, but it's sort of offensive for the same reasons It's not offensive, Mm. but I'm saying it offends me for the same reasons calling me kiddo. I I think it just kills The sex for me. I'm like, okay, so you are gonna infantilize me in this way that feels a little troubling And I don't really want that as Mm. part of our dynamic and you calling me kiddo I don't know, Do you? it feels like you're in, it feels like you want to be like, you know, what's his face? Like Lenny Kravitz in Hunger Games or something? Seconds. Does he say that? I feel like he does. I, he might not actually say, call Jennifer Lawrence kiddo in the movie or in the books, but I feel like he would. And oh that God, just makes me feel uneasy. Five um, seconds. I love Lenny Kravitz in Hunger Games and he's very sexy. But just for, for someone I met off, t- you know, Tinder to call me kiddo, I don't want it. And that's why I'm going to. Of okay. course,
1: Lenny Kravitz was never more sexier than when he was in The Hunger Games. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, I hadn't thought of that before, Bowen. That it's like, is It's like it's like you're assuming of a jab. lot.
0: And like I for some reason I don't mind it when someone calls me the and the the, the handful of times someone has even facetiously called me daddy. I'm like, oh haha, ha, that's funny. And mm-hmm. like hopefully I won't have an issue with it when I as I get older, but or as I hope to be called it as I get older. But mm-hmm. to be called kiddo now at my age, I just I don't I don't enjoy it.
3: I don't It sounds patronizing. Yes. It is.
1: Yes, that's absolutely. That's
0: exactly right. I feel yeah. that
1: what they're saying is like, hey, in my initial interaction with you i'm letting you know that i'm the authority figure in this relationship which is Mm -hmm. which is not a conversation we've had
0: prior no we have not (laughs) laid out the terms of this exactly Mm -mm. hunter i think it's time for hunters i don't think so honey okay oh Oh, and goodness i feel a stirring i feel a quickening (laughs) okay this is hunter harris's i don't think so honey her time starts now
3: Okay, my I don't think so, honey, is about Mr. Joseph Gordon Lovett. (laughs) I don't think so, honey. (gasps) I'm not, I will not allow the Joseph Gordon Lovett industrial complex to rise again. Oh my God. Here's the thing I don't think so, honey, because. The most lonely I felt is when all of my friends had a crush on him Uh after 500 Days of Summer. And I knew that was a bad movie. And I knew he was a bad boyfriend. And I knew better. Yes. But I was shy. So I just went along with it. 30 seconds. But I'm I'm tired of it. I don't think he is a very charismatic actor. I did not like when he hosted SNL (laughs) and make him laugh. I thought that was very upsetting. (laughs) I have not forgotten it. It still haunts me to this day. And Fifteen. Joe's 11, I don't think so honey He's trying to have um, He's trying to resuscitate his career Hit record Joe I don't think so Oh, oh
0: my god. god And that is one minute what, I don't even
1: know what hit record Joe is I have to come out of saying <laughs> this Is it hit a production Joe. company?
3: It's not exactly a production company It is his I think at one point it was a platform mm-hmm. Where you could like upload videos Similar to you know whatever um like fine i see yeah tiktok something like, but it was like it created all of that um and then at some point i think he took the material to like make it into his own thing but now his his twitter handle is still record joe <laughs> and he still has these like automated tweets soliciting like you know advice reactions whatever mm-hmm. and it's just all so incredibly internet in 2011 that yeah i just cannot
1: Yeah, he really had a moment of sort of a gradual chalameting where he really became the one for a little bit, but it didn't feel like it came out of nowhere. He had like earned it. He had been on Third Rock from the Sun. He had like done all these indie movies. Remember Brick? Like he had like done all this cool stuff and then had that moment with 500 Days of Summer. And I think what happened was he just started, he thought of himself as an auteur a little early. I think he branched well, out and he, t- he
0: fully tapped out. I feel because, like in Dark Knight Rises, like it was fully set up that like there would be another <gasps> franchise for him. For that I completely character forgot that he race. was in that. Yeah, he was like a Christopher also, he was Nolan favorite. Remember that? Yes. Yeah,
1: and, and for some reason, I don't remember him in those movies, but I do remember him vividly in Don John. Like Don John to oh, me, Don is,
3: John was already on the decline.
1: Uh, see, I so? love Don John. Is that yes. insane? I loved Looper. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. it's worth it. I I feel like it would hit with you because Scarlett Johansson is giving you
0: a, a certain amount of drag in that movie too. I was talking to I was talking to someone and they they just did an impression of like of of Joseph Gordon Levitt in the trailer where he's like he does this crazy accent where he's just like nothing like gets this. in the way between me and my porn or whatever. I don't know. And like, like porn. Yeah, he's l- he's
1: like really really <laughs> do- really doing He's
0: doing he's yeah. doing he's doing Rod Sterling slash me doing um sn- the comic book or snake in the-, the Simpsons being like nothing gets in the With way. a dash of like Jersey Shore, the dash of Jersey Shore. Like I feel like he yes, there's he wants to resuscitate but to do it now is so interesting. And I feel like he just like took a weird left turn and then was just like producing theater for a while. Like I don't really know. Oh, I yeah. was not aware of that.
1: Honestly, maybe he would he now because now that we remember he was in Blockbusters, maybe he like after getting a taste of that was like, fuck this, I don't want to do this right now. And I then wanted to money. sort of do his oh. own thing. But they are interesting choices. Yes. Yes. Okay. We could Some say, would say the
0: choices have been interesting. And but- Hunter, you're you're just <laughs> done with him. You don't want to see him anymore.
3: I have just never seen it for him, yeah. so I really, I there's like nowhere to go. Yeah, for me, there's
0: nowhere
1: to go with
3: in regards to Mr. Gordon Lovett. I um,
0: th-
1: I like him and thought that oh, this is my own Long Island dra- like trauma, but I thought he was so hot in Don John. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. looking for my community
0: out here. Oh wow, yeah, but I won't
1: find it in this Zoom.
0: <laughs> for too long, long, Long Islanders have not had culture that specifically caters to them shut I, up I, bowen that's what what i'm You're saying? rude no it's the truth <laughs> well wow what an episode this has been i can't think of a better person to kick off our our post 200th episode <laughs> stretch Really, Harris. you
1: sort of become, you, this is really the beginning of our new era, which is uh we do, it's like our BC is like before the list <laughs> and after the list. We do yes. BL and AL. Yeah. So
0: this is like year one AL. And we thank I'm you. so honored. Yes. And actually, I think this is the birth of a segment that Matt and I had kind of talked about before. We might do a new thing where we talk about a a, a thing that should have made the list and is in some ways even better than anything on the list. And I think the first inductee onto that list is Aaron Brockovich.
1: I think so. I mean, I I have to say thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Hunter. If this is is the beginning of a precedent where everyone that comes on the show says their culture that made them say culture was for them, and then we immediately decide if that's worth putting into the culture list, I love that for us because it gives us
0: authority. authority. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Amazing. Well, Hunter, thank you so much.
1: Where can where can they follow you on damn Twitter?
3: Um, I tweet at Hunter Y Harris,
1: and you should be following. In fact, I think we made a rule of culture a while back. Like, if you're not yes. following Hunter Harris, then
0: you don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. Also, um, Hunter, your skincare. I'm sorry, this is another uncute <laughs> thing to say, but your skincare routine. Um, was it on the cut or was it on Strategist? This is on. It the was cut.
3: on. The cut.
0: Yes. Oh, and then you head into the gloss feature as well. I mean, oh yeah, Skincare Queen Hunter Harris. Please check out the routine. I just ordered an ice face mask. Great.
3: Oh, I love those. Really?
0: So, so do they
1: work?
3: Yes. Um, I mean, I think they're very soothing. I don't think they actually help with your skin. Oh,
1: really? Okay, so I, I'm looking for like a deep puffer.
0: <laughs> get a jade <laughs> roller. You get a jade roller.
1: Is the jade roller just kind of like,
0: it's it's lymphatic? A placebo. And- Maybe, but it's it's if you put it in your freezer and you whip it out morning and night, and the the cold just sort of like depuffs and it feels nice. It feels like a nice step of like
1: all right. I'm gonna try. Process, it. I'm gonna know. have a cold face for the next several weeks, ok. um at, we we thank you.
0: We thank you. ok. At Hunter by Harris on Twitter. Thank you so much, Hunter. We always close each episode with the song. Maybe
1: it's time, time the that the old ways die. die. What? How, oh my
2: God! We Maybe forgot the words. It's time
0: the old waves, yeah. Is that Seems what it is? It is? <laughs> That's Whenever you're
1: listening to the Stars Born soundtrack and like the Jackson Main song comes on, you're like, What the Skept. fuck is this? And then you Skept. go, Ah. I and everything's better. <laughs> and everything's better. Bye. Better. <laughs> Bye. There's a
0: new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and